So good to see you in the house of the Lord today, I tell you. You drive by churches and they're closed down because two people in Alabama got the flu. <laughs> uh, nevertheless, we're here, and I'm glad to see you in the house of God today. I, I want to preach on something God laid on my heart about two weeks ago, and uh, I hope I'm able to get it across to you by the help of the Lord. Because uh, he's made me realize uh, something very important about ourselves. And so, if you will, uh, say a little prayer for me as I'm trying to preach. I want to preach on who we are. Who we are. Is this working? Okay. My wife's talking to me, trying to tell me how to do this thing. Uh, now, I want to ask you a question. You listen. I think it's something. Let me get one that's sticking. All right, how's that? Still doing it? Turn it down just a little bit more. Who are we? If I was to ask you sometimes who you are, as far as Christ is concerned, you say, I'm a Christian. That's what you are. You may say, I'm a preacher, but really, that's what we are. Same with the teacher, same with the music, same with everything. But who we are is just one person. Is who we are. Many times we, we look at ourselves and uh, we wonder why things are not going the way we want them to go. When we pray for the sick or when we do things, we want to see God do great things. And sometimes we just want to blame ourselves for a lack of faith. And uh, I'm not saying sometimes we don't have a lack of, lack of faith, but I'm telling you, I believe if God helps me to get this across to you today, you'll realize that you do have faith. Because see who we are, we are sons of God and daughters of God. Now, I want to let that soak just a little bit. I said we are sons and daughters of God. That's right. It ain't something we got to go and get or do or believe. We are the sons and the daughters of God. 1 John 3, 1 through 3 says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now, I want you to let that sink just a little bit. Now are we the sons of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. 
And every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure. Let us pray. Father, we thank you today for your word of God. We thank you, Lord, for who we are in Christ Jesus. And we just ask, Lord, that you'll bless the word today, God. Let it have its effect that you want it to have. And we'll give you praise and we'll give you glory in Jesus' name. The main thing I want to emphasize on that is that now we are sons of God. Sometimes I think we think, well, when we get to heaven, we'll be sons of God. No, you just have a glorified body. And you're going to understand, I hope, when I get through about really who we are. First, I mean, excuse me, St. John 1, 10 through 13 says, He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Talking about Israel. But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Philippians 2, 15 says that, that ye may be blameless and harmless to sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world. And what he's trying to tell us here is it don't matter how bad the world gets, and it gets worse every day. I mean, you know, just look at the so-called flu epidemic. I'm not saying there's not one, but I'm telling you, people are panicking. They're shutting their churches down. But I'm telling you, we are sons of God. And we need to realize who we are, praise God. We're not some church member or just a Christian, but we are sons of God. And you're going to hear me say this a lot of times. There are, there are only four listings of sons of God. I'm going to talk to you about them. First is Jesus Christ. He is the son of God. Adam was a son of God. The angels are sons of God. And last, we are the sons of God. Now, we know why Jesus is the son of God. I may talk about it a little bit, but nevertheless, Adam was the son of God because God created him. I want you to understand that. Because he created him, he was a son of God. But he fell. He lost out. He lost his sonship. The angels of God are also sons of God for the same reason, because they were created. Job 1 and 6 says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before God, and Satan came also among them. And these sons, these very plainly tells you that it's the angels that come and gathered around, and Satan came also. The angels are sons of God. You love him? Jesus was born of Mary. He's born in the flesh. But Mary was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit and God planted seed in her. 
And when Jesus was born, he came, the Son of God, just like we are. I know he's greater, and I know he's where his position is, I know where he's sitting in. Maybe I should have said it like this. We are sons of God, liking unto him. Now you, I hope you'll understand what I'm trying to say when I get through these. I don't think it's very difficult for us to see how Adam was and how the angels are son of God because they were created. I don't think we see that all of us, all of them that I announced or read, they are sons of God. You know, the biggest question is, how could we, being sinners, be the sons and daughters of God? I want you to think about it a little bit. I know I'm going slow. I'll try to have you out here by one anyway. It's amazing. I just want you to let it sink. It's amazing that we who were sinners, lost, evil, now we are sons and daughters. You know, I'm going to read this to you. It says, I'm going to ask you, how could we be then so evil and ungodly and become sons of God? We can understand how we can be saved and become saints. That's very easy right there. Or be called Christians because we're followers of Christ. But to be a son of God, a daughter of God, is love of God beyond our imagination. We cannot even imagine why he make us sons of God. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to lay a foundation here to you this morning because I've got some things I want to say. The reason is because God loved us. We accepted his son. And then he, when we did that, when we accepted him, you ever heard or read where Jesus said, you are my brethren? We are his brother and our sister. You know, I just, what I'm trying to emphasize to you today is when we get our minds made up who we are instead of what we are, we're going to have greater things take place in our life. We blame a lot of things that don't happen when we pray for a lack of faith. Come on. Well, our faith is not too good. Well, let me tell you, if you believe that you are son of God, you will have faith to move mountains. The, the, the disciples said, give it.
Give us faith. Jesus said, if you had the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, Mountain, be thy removed and cast into the sea, and it would be done. Now, we're not moving mountains, but I want to tell you something. When we realize who we really are, we're going to see some things take place in this church and this community. Hallelujah. And we're going to have revival. And when we pray for people, we're going to realize that it's just like Jesus or Paul or Peter or John or anybody else is praying for. Oh, hallelujah. He's so wonderful. Thank God. Thank God. I'm going to read again to you another scripture, the same scripture. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But this twelfth one I love. But as many as received them, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which are born not of blood, nor the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. My mother birthed me, and I was her son. My daddy had a great part in it. Hello? But I'm here to tell you that I'm more of a son of God than I am the son of my mother and my father. That's right. Amen. Why? Because my mother and my father were limited. I had the best of all, I think, but nevertheless, being a son of God is more than just being a son of man. Come on. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God we're born again. Not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. This is one thing that what Paul meant when he said, old things pass away and all things become new. He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Let's see just a little bit. When we came in Christ, we're not the same anymore. We're not only not sinners anymore, but we're not natural sons and daughters anymore. I won't, I, I'm going to try to drive this home with you because I think when we lay hands on people and we pray for people or we start to witness with people, we have a lot of doubt. The devil said, well, you hadn't got the faith to do that. Oh, yes, we do, because we are sons and daughters of God. Right. There's no limitations on us. Right. Right. We need to understand that. I'm not telling you that we're as great as Jesus, the Son of God, but I am telling you we are sons of God. And we have what he had because he came to give it to us. You shall lay hands on the sick and they might recover. That ain't what it said, is it? They shall recover. Why don't it happen? I'm telling you, the Lord impressed on me so strong that it's not our faith, it's not 
accepting who we are and realize that we have the power of God in our lives to do what Jesus did. Jesus said, I'm going away, but I'll tell you one thing. You're going to do greater works than what I did. He didn't mean the actual work, but he meant the world will be touched. Jesus was limited to where he was. Now there are sons of God everywhere. Everywhere. And so are you. We're not sinners saved by grace. We have the highest degree or position a person can ever receive to be the son of God. You know what? We look, we see men striving for positions in, wor- in the world. They want this and they want that. Some of them, they want more money. Some's desires to have one of the most highest positions in government or on their job or someplace like that or other positions. But I'm going to tell you who are the most powerful on earth is us, the sons of God, the daughters of God. We're so great he put his Holy Spirit inside of us. Works I do, you do. Oh, he was just talking to the apostles. Well, I think I read where also that Paul wasn't one of the twelve. He done great things. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and converted the whole city. How'd he do that? He knew who he was. Come on. He knew he was a son of God. And God sent him down there. And I'll tell you, when we really realize who we are, when we get that voice to go and speak and witness and testify, I'm here to tell you we'll see results in our lives. Oh, hallelujah. God's our father. And we his daughters and sons. Listen. To be a son of God and a daughter of God is the highest position in this world. You're greater than the President of the United States. You're greater than any politicians that walk. I, well, I wouldn't be hard to do that, be a greater than politicians. But, but I don't care who they are. I don't care what their position is. I don't care what kind of authority they have. You have more authority than any person upon this earth that don't know Jesus Christ. Listen to me. We have the authority. We can speak it. Realizing it's not us, but it's the Holy Spirit that we are sons of God and he is speaking through us. Oh, hallelujah. Peter tells us that the angels desire to look in to things and to our Holy Spirit experiences. They don't have it. 
They're just angry. They're messengers. There's other scriptures also tells us that our position is higher than the angels. I'm going to let that speak because some of you don't believe it. But it's true. The Bible teaches us that angels desire to look into the things that we have. That's what it tells us. See, we have the keys to the kingdom. Matthew 16 and 19 says, And I will give you, or give thee, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Think about that. I want you to think about this. You know, I just, I, I'm excited on the inside, but I, I just want you to think about that. Do you know something? The devil has no control over us in anything. He may tempt us, but he can't make us. Because we are sons of God. We have the power of the gospel to preach the gospel. Well, I'm not a preacher. Yeah, you are. You might not be a pulpit preacher, but wherever you're at, you can be a preacher. You've got the power to tell people about Jesus Christ. We are sons of God. How many of you have been tempted about something this week? Did ever tempt you about something? You know what you mean? Tell them what I tell you. Get behind me, Satan. I'm telling you, you listen to me. You have authority over every demon in hell, over Satan. Why? Because we are likened unto the Son of God. We are his people created. Not in the flesh, but in the Spirit of God. We have the power. Now, who are we? Somebody want to tell me who we are? Sons of God. Sons of God. Hallelujah. I've been the sons of God. We're the light of the world. Come on. We're the salt of the earth. Mark 16, 17, and 18, so I want you to look. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. You ever cast out a devil? You know, devil hides itself pretty good now. There's just as many possessed people today as there ever have been. In fact, there's probably more. You need to understand that. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Is this true? Then we need to be doing it, don't we? 
I'm telling you, God impressed on me the reason it's not happening because we fail to realize who we are. I'm not trying to build you up. I'm not trying to make you something, feel something special. I just want you to understand that you are a son and a daughter of God, and we have the authority that Jesus Christ had. I just read it to you. Oh, hallelujah. He's a wonderful God. Now, in a minute, I'm going to get into my preaching. I like what First John said. We're not sons then and there or here and now, but we are here and now. Beloved, now, what does that mean? Does that mean yesterday? Does that mean tomorrow? Tomorrow never comes, I won't tell you. Well, I hope you can feel what I'm feeling. I'm hoping that somehow the Holy Spirit is getting it across to us because, see, our worship will be different. Everything we do in God will be different if we only realize who we are. I pastored a church in Adamsville. I mean, excuse me, Pleasant Grove. And there was a guy there, and he was a wonderful guy, and he was a preacher. And I didn't know it for a long time, but his wife was running around on him and acting terrible. I finally found out about it, and she come in one Sunday morning. We was in a revival, Brother Abram's brother, and uh, she looked like the devil himself. And I said, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I said, yeah, there's something wrong with you. What is it? I said, you're possessed with a demon. You know what she said? You're right. And at the altar call, she come down. And we spent a lot of time praying for her. Then the devil got to acting like he wasn't there. Well, we'd quit praying. But we didn't quit praying. We cast that thing out of her. For six months, she done real well. Let me tell you something. If you don't do what God says for you to do and the devil comes out of you, if you don't obey God, more is going to come back. That's what the Bible teaches us. She started it again. I got a phone call one night. It was her. She'd been in the old life for several months. She was weeping and crying and carrying on. I said, wow, what's wrong with you? She said, well, I was standing washing dishes looking out the window, and my name was called. And I said, what do you want, Hugh? That's her husband's name. No answer. A few minutes later, her name was called again. 
She said, what do you want, Hugh? I mean, she's hearing it verbally, her name. And the third time, it spoke to her, and she looked out the window, and Hugh was down in the backyard taking some garbage off. And she knew who it was, and she crawled under the bed, crying and weeping, scared to death. Well, finally got, Hugh told me it took 30 minutes to get her out from underneath the bed. I'm going to tell you, when God speaks, things are going to happen, if you'll let it. And I'm going to tell you something else. If we'll speak at the right time, as sons and daughters of God, things will happen. Amen? What happened to her? About another six months and she was gone. Left him with the two kids. I got a pretty good idea if she's not there, boy, I got a good idea where she's going. I tell you, there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shine. The world don't recognize us as sons of God. What manner of love the Father has to bestow on us that we should be called the sons of God. We are the redeemed and we are the sons of God and we shall always hold that high position. Now you listen to me. In the universe, when we get to heaven and we get on the new earth, I'm telling you that we'll be higher than the angels. The only three will be higher than us is the God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Read your Bible. We are going to rule over the new earth. Angels desire to look into what we have. I'll tell you something, a great price was paid by Jesus Christ for us to be sons of God. I'm just about through. It's just 1130. Ain't you happy? I only have 10 more pages. Do we? Do we realize who we are? Do we? God says we don't. Most of us. We don't realize. That we've been given all power of heaven and earth. Oh. We lay hands on the sick, they might recover. Is that what Jesus said? That they shall recover. I'm going to tell you, God's in first, he's in the saving business.
and he's in the healing business, and he's in the growing business. And we need to learn it. Well, I don't feel like I'm the son of God. Well, maybe you're not. You don't feel like you are. You need to get saved. He said he'd give every man a measure of faith. What I'm trying to tell you, a lot of times when we pray for people, we, we say, well, we just didn't have the faith. No, we just don't realize who we are. Did Jesus have a faith? Some of the apostles failed one time. You might not understand what I'm going to tell you, but Till Jesus died, they wasn't sons of God. By the death of Jesus Christ, we became sons of God. But I'm telling you, after Jesus died and after Jesus sent the Holy Spirit, they never one time failed. Why? I'm telling you, listen to me. I'm telling you what God said. Because they knew that they were sons of God. You have the power. And that's some preacher that got all of it. You've got the same power. You might not have the same gifts, but you've got the same power that anybody else has. Sometimes we don't use the gifts of the Holy Spirit because we don't realize that we're sons of God. Boy, I had a good time coming to church today. I got out of my driveway and got to driving down, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit come on me, and I got to praying in the Spirit, and I did something I never had done before. I began to sing in the Spirit. That's what the Bible says. Now, I'm going to tell you, if I can sing in the Spirit, that, that tells me a whole lot. My wife let me listen to my sermon last two weeks ago. I said, you may not sound that country. I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to answer it if you want to out loud. Who are we? Who are we? Answer it yourself. Who are we? We're sons of God and daughters of God. When we pray, when we end in prayer with God, know who we are. We're his son. And Jesus said, if you ask the Father, he will give you and supply you all your needs and maybe a lot of the wants. But I'm here to tell you that a lot of people not believe in that. And I don't know how it's going to take the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives to get us to realize that. I think I thought about Brother Smith so time he's not here today, but there's nobody in this church that hurts as much as he does. He don't hurt every once in a while. He hurts all the time. All the time. 
I'm telling you, God's wanting to work some miracles in our church. You know how many new rig works said 8,000 got saved or 5,000 come to the Lord? What was going on? Miracles. Miracles of healing. Let me tell you something. If we would allow God to help us to realize who we are, we will see some miracles take place at Evangel Assembly of God that will touch outside this church and cause men and women to come and give their heart to Jesus Christ. But we just sit here being the same old what instead of being the who. Well, the empty pews. So we'll be going to hell. Did you know God said I would that none would perish but all would come to the knowledge of the truth? Do you, do you ever stop anybody in Walmart and ask them if they're a Christian and stuff like that? I mean, do you ever do that? Well, I don't know what they'd say. Well, they don't say nothing to me. Some of them I ask them, they say, yeah, I am. Some of them say I'm not. And I'll tell them about Jesus. I'm telling you, this thing is winding down, and it's coming to an end. If I see somebody hurt and crippled, I don't care where I'm at. I mean it with all my heart. I ain't bragging on Jerry Lankford. I'm blabbing on Jesus, Jesus Christ. I'll lay my hands on them and pray for them. And I guarantee you, 90% of the people, when you get through praying for them, they'll say, I appreciate you doing that. I can tell you story after story where people have been blessed because God led me to them. In the public. Let's get this thing outside the church. Come on. Let's get it outside. Our needs are being met. There's a world out there dying and going to go to hell if we don't reach them. And the only way to reach them is knowing who we are. We pray for people and we anoint them with oil, pray for them. Most times we say, well, I sure do hope the Lord heals them. Hope don't get it. You hear what I said? Hope don't get it. It's realizing who we are. That we have access to the throne of God. I, I, I may be wrong. I mean, I've read the Bible through. I don't know how many times. I had it. First time I read it through, I had to do it the first year of my life. But as long as it don't affect us. Old Testament. Things like that. But we need to read we really need to read what God said. We need to obey it. But I'm telling you, we will not fully be obedient to God till we realize who, who we are. Who we are. Sons, sons and daughters of God. Just think about it just a few minutes. Let it soak in your life a little bit. You're higher than the angels. 
done that. Lord, I wish you'd send an angel down here and do it. Well, somebody better than an angel is already there. Me. And you. Come on. Think about it. Don't let this, don't let this just fade away in your mind. But understand, when you get outside and you feel that urge to witness, a witness. Jesus did. Why don't we? Oh, yeah. I know the devil is going to send out some persecution and trials. He's going to try to stop you. But you're greater than he is. I want you to think about it. Oh, we talked about what all Satan does and how he does and what he's done all like that. We let him. You hear what I said? We let him. Get thee behind me, Satan. I rebuke him all the time. If you ain't careful, he'll try to talk to you like God talking to you. But my sheep know my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. Stand with me, if you will. I thought I'd preach the 12. I mean, y'all going to be there after 20 minutes, too. I only preached 40 minutes. You better be glad you weren't when I was on. <laughs> I'd be about halfway through right there. God is good. Amen. If you are here and you're not a Christian, I want you to come down and give your heart to Jesus and become a son of God or a daughter of God. They sing. And I'm going to do one other thing after that. You'll be out of here going to wherever you're going by 12 o'clock. Bless the Holy Ghost, folks. If you're lost, you don't know Jesus, you better, you better find him. This thing is winding down. One morning, people are going to get out of bed. Some of them will go out and get out of bed and come to church. They're going to realize something's happening. Jesus is coming. I believe he's coming. All, all this stuff about this flu, how, I, I know it's dangerous and all that. But let me say something to you. I know it might open up the devil try to attack you. I don't know, but nevertheless, we're sons of God. Churches are closed down today. I told, told Brother David, he's talking about it. I said, yeah, every one of them get up and go to work tomorrow. I think the safest place you can be when something's going on like it's going on now is right here in the house of God. they sing, I'm going to give you two or three minutes. If God's dealing with you about your soul, you need to come on down. Let me tell you something before we start singing. Getting saved is the easiest thing in the world. He's made it so easy. All you need to do is believe that Jesus is your Savior. You ask Him to forgive you your sins. You don't doubt.
and you believe, you'll get up saved. I got saved at my mother-in-law's house. But I'm going to tell you something else. The devil fought me three days telling me I wasn't saved. I wish that time I knew who really who I was, a son of God, but he didn't make no headway. If I knew when God saved me, he'll save you today if you're lost. Come on, sing a couple of verses if you will. 